Welcome to Numb Bills Fan Podcast, episode number 243. I'm your host today for this one, David J. Palermo on Instagram and Twitter, wherever you want to be. Um, as always, follow the podcast at Numb Bills Fan, and this password will soon be shared with this guy coming up, Mike Smith, who you can find uh, Fantasy Smitty on Twitter. And uh, wh- what is your one? You don't have one technically. Uh, my uh, my personal is MC Smith two four zero six at uh, Instagram there. Perfect. And, and Instagram is just easy because what's going to happen is is just along with the upcoming that we're working on behind the scenes football channel is we're going to have multiple hosts with multiple takes and it's going to be really great. And you could go right to Instagram for now and wherever things are promoted the best. If that means it's promoted on some new platform that don't exist, we will be there. So wherever you find your info. That is the densest. It's right now Instagram is a hot spot. You can do live videos, you can do clips, you can do everything. When this podcast started, we could only do fifteen second clips. It was fucking horrible. And we might um, be uh we might be one of the first people to hit hyper. So none of you know what hyper is today, but you may be on the inside tidbit right here as to what hyper can become. So uh, be checking that out in the future. I will give you more details when we get there, but Hyper is something that you may all know about in the not-too-distant future. Well, that's Michael Smith for you. And um, so, look, it, we're going to dive right into this. Um, the Bills are in Miami to play the Dolphins, who are fronted by Ryan Fitzpatrick, who I called you. We'll get into that later about something so tease stick around has to do with fantasy football and um you know the bills are out tremaine Evans and matt milano both and it's the first time they've both been out that's pretty crazy at the same time and um you know the tight end of the jets did a did a pretty good job after those guys were out which is um you know ryan fitzpatrick what's he good at getting the ball out quick we saw it in Buffalo. Um, I see the linebackers being a weak spot, but you got Klein stepping in there, and he ain't a dumb football player. You got smart football players, and uh, Klein's played within the system before, so he knows what's up at linebacker. But, I mean, Tremaine Evans is a very good coverage backer, um, and so is Milano. So it's almost like, to me, it's like tight end on, you know, playing as linebacker as far as athleticism. Tremaine Evans and Matt Milano has just been fire. So, um and I had this dilemma. So, Mike, I called you, and I'm like, dude, I feel guilty, but I feel like I got to start this Breda character because maybe it's going to defend uh, depend on the front four. But then when I'm really thinking about it and you realize that um, the Bills linebackers are more coverage linebackers anyway, and they play a zone defense primarily, um, I might not want to start the Miami's running back uh, Breda. Yeah, Mike. Might not well. I wouldn't start Breda anyways until they got one of those backfields where you got multiple mouths to feed and you don't know what's gonna go on. You know, it's one of those tough situations. It's like it's like the Lions backfield. It's like the Patriots backfield. It's 
there's no right now there's no true horse there's no number one it's kind of like a committee type backfield um and those you never want to roll out because yeah you may miss a couple of good starts but at the end of the day i mean you're gonna you're gonna be winning because they're not gonna put up consistent numbers you know what i mean right so you got to kind of wait till somebody emerges or maybe not even someone emerges maybe someone gets hurt and then out of attrition, now they get more reps. You know what I mean? So you take away a mouth, now they get more reps. Okay, now I see it. But when they're all there and they're all about to play, you know, there's only so much you can do there. Um, I mean, in regards to the uh, injuries at the linebacker core, um, I think, and, and this is pure speculation, but I'd imagine you're going to see um, the safeties down in the box helping out a little bit more over the middle. This week, they're probably going to switch up some coverages. Um, and like I said, they're probably going to help out with some safeties. I, I could definitely see Poyer helping out over the middle quite a bit this week. Oh, you uh, you want to know something, Mike? Not to cut you off, but that's what I do. Um, you know, talk about – we. you and I got to do a Leslie Frazier or Preach Thread podcast because, I mean, my favorite part about McDermott is long-term relationship building. And to get Leslie Frazier, who is a Hall of Fame defensive coordinator, hands down, um, I used to watch the Vikings very closely, especially back when he was with them and as a D coordinator, then the head coach. And, um, you know, a lot of guys loved him cause he's got that Tony Dungy kind of style to him. And, you know, he is just a, 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 a mastermind. And I will say if there was a game, um, that in the team where now you can actually have a shut down dude and Trey white, I mean, actually talked about in the league they go yeah gilmore white it ain't like gilmore some other fucks and then white it's gilmore white and you're seeing well, even on video game videos people are practicing against the bills so what i'm telling you is if anything this is the game that you do run more of a single high safety and and, and let ryan fitzpatrick fucking make that throw he knows he's not supposed to make you know what i mean yeah. like Exactly. So I think they're gonna get. I think they're going to cover up that by more of a game plan versus you know just hey next man up. I think. I mean it's next man up always, but they're definitely going to change some things up slightly to uh, compensate because yeah, those are two solid cover linebackers that are that are missing. But I think I think the play this week is the Bills are just going to score some points. Uh, I just don't think the Dolphins are going to be able to keep up, to be honest with you. I mean, Vegas has got this at 41 and a half. Uh, yeah, it's going over. I think the Bills are going to score 30. And, you know, I could even see the Dolphins scoring 17 to 20, but they're going to lose by double digits. And, uh, you know, 2 and 0 is uh, on the horizon. Okay, you don't um, you ain't buying into Fitzy Fitz. Well, see, that's the thing. I mean, with with the linebackers out, you know what I mean? Because those are coverage linebackers, and 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 I was gonna say, you know what, Miami should just run the ball, but you know those again. We're used to linebackers in Buffalo who can't really cover. You know what I'm saying? Like, so they can't cover to the degree of Tremaine Edmonds, and when you look at him being long as fuck, you know what I mean? He's perfect for his own defense. So, um. you're going to have a situation and I'll pretty much write it out for you. You're going to have a situation where the dolphins may have some success moving the ball, but 
then there's going to be a sack or a tackle for a loss. It's going to put them in a down and distance, and then they're going to fail, and then you're going to be third and long situations, and then they're, it's going to be Fitzpatrick trying to overcompensate and do too much, and he's probably going to turn the ball over a couple times. Um, I'm not, I, like I said, what the Bills showed last week, um, I definitely think we are in line for some some points being scored this year by that Bills offense. And even with those two out of the game, that defense is still stacked. I mean, you still have your defensive front rotation and you still have all the defensive backs. Um, and that's something else they can do. They may play a little more nickel because they know the Dolphins. I mean, you get the Dolphins down early. You're going to run out. They're going to run out a ton of situations where they probably have three, four, five wide, um, or some kind of combination package where maybe they got a tight end in, um, running in the backfield, three wide receiver sets. So, um, yeah, I just think that they're going to mix people up. Maybe throw, like I said, throw a couple of uh, extra defensive backs in there, and I think it's just going to be a problem. You yeah, know? I agree. I think. Um... I think Leslie Frazier, you really do, you know, hey, we're, we're three years into Josh Allen now, and running is a very good option for him, unfortunately. You know what I mean? Fortunately, but unfortunately. I, I wouldn't mind if he took the Donovan McNabb pass or we shake that out of him. But, hey, you know what? It's about winning games, and if that's working, that's working. Uh, you know, my name in your league for the Dynasty League has been Josh, Josh Allen Truther because I was so pissed the fuck off that he didn't just start right out the gate. And we trashed him at the draft because it's like, hey, let's review that real quick, which is, long story yeah. short, did Buffalo have the support for him? No, they didn't. And we just didn't want him to get mentally fucked and feel like, oh, man, I'm not there because, frankly, they happened to try down where they happened to all these other fucking guys. You know what I mean? And just, they lose confidence to, and they suck. To, and he didn't. Just to let the audience know, I created that name for Dave. So, you know, just uh, so you have the background uh, and to throw in there, Dave. Because he was laughing at me. And I'm telling you, he's a gamer. And I'm like, yeah, you know. Well, I definitely laugh at you a lot, Dave. There's without question, man. Dude, easy. you're breaking. Dude, this call all of a sudden just broke up. Uh, man. No, we should be good. I just went through. I'm rolling through the hills here. But look, Devontae Parker is also a game time decision. Okay, so if they don't have their number one guy, it could be a long day down in Miami, and them boys could be celebrating with some dolphin and skewering the fish all Sunday afternoon. I mean, you could have a very enjoyable watch um, come Sunday. You oh, know you know saying? what's funny is I made a video in Miami called Squish the Fish when I went there. And, yeah. um, yeah, it's me and a Speedo wrestling a fish, edited by Adam Deacon as well. And uh, uh, it was a good time. A blow-up. A blow-up. It was a blow-up fucking dolphin. And guess what? I'm at I business. Mean, you, you I'm at business. A, you could have wrestled a real dolphin. I couldn't I find mean, one. They didn't want me. They knew I was there. There was a manatee just chilling in the fucking pool that I couldn't even turn around. And I'm like, oh, this is a great life. What the hell are all these warts and shit growing on it? Is this a fucking cancer or another island on this thing? It was weird, dude. Like, I went to one of those uh, SeaWorld, whatever the fucks. And it was horrible. Oh, yeah. It was horrible, yeah, it was dude. Horrible. Yeah, it was. The fact, that, the fact that you donate your money, though. That's I don't donate there. my money that you piece of shit. <laughs> Yo, Phil Deemers, you know uh, Walrus Risperer? I've tried to get him on the podcast. We've been in chats. He's a Bills fan. He's a fucking All Bills right. fan. Yeah, dude, he's a good dude, Phil Deemers. You ever watch that shit? Um, Never heard of him. Oh, oh look sure. into that fucking thing, Black. Wait. 
Is it Blackfish? Fuck. Um, All right. Again, yeah. So something. Never heard of it. So Dave, what is your, no, the what dude is goes your after for the game. The dude What's goes after Marineland. Um, I'll be real with you, Josh Allen. I have faith in the man. And again, it comes down to Josh Allen. Last year, I said that Mitch Morse is the linchpin of this Bills offense, and guess what? He was. Okay, this year I'm saying, hey, um, I'm not saying because it's year three of Josh Allen. I'm just saying because, unfortunately, he is the um, overall weakest link as far as dependability. And what I mean by that is Diggs is catching everything. Cole Beasley's always finding a way to be open. Brown's solid. You know, maybe Knox is under him in development, but Knox is usually pretty dependable. But what I'm saying is, is Josh Allen needs to just do the fundamental stupid shit which is hey hold on to the ball better running like literally that's all i'm saying you know what i mean like literally stupid stuff like that and we're good we're good easily cleaned up easily cleaned exactly up, I mean, they're, they're, i'm not even worried about it miles. and and if yeah. you want to reference leslie frazier and the vikings while well, adrian peterson was the biggest fucking fumbler ever in one season Offseason, what did he do? He OCD'd and worked on that and made that happen. And that's where, with Josh Allen, what, what I love about him from the time we had our podcast about him into training camp. Guess what, dude? He comes into preseason game one. I even saw him at camp, and we've seen a lot of players at camp. He did not look lost at all. And that's all I was looking for. And that tells me that these critics are fucking not only overhyping a bunch of shit per usual, but at the same time, I don't think they put enough on the work ethic and confidence and can this guy deal with it? And that was my favorite part that we talked about is that he can laugh at himself. And I love that he's in Buffalo because now that he's laughed at himself his entire life, it ain't no big deal. You know what I mean? So he's developing fine and, and these are very solvable problems. Um, I love that him and Diggs have chemistry off the bat. Like, dude, I was we watched the game together, man. I had no complaints, and I got to say, I'm looking forward to more of this. Zach uh, fucking Moss there, dude, he is the truth. Watch out. I, I just don't think he's getting – he didn't do so hot, you know, but I, in camp, well, man, he's been good. It's You got to understand, I think the Bills might be in a position where they're going to start more of a yes you want to run but if they're going to let you pass pass you don't have to you don't have to force the ball between the tackles if they're going to let you throw it over the top or you know in between the hash marks so whatever they're going to do whatever their game plan is and i think i think there's enough bills are depth on that offensive side of the ball where if you want to stop somebody you're just going to open it up for somebody else if you want to cover the outsides you want to take away Diggs and brown Beasley might have 10 or 11 catches that day. If you want to pack the box, we might throw it 40, 50 times in a game. If you want to drop a whole bunch of people in the coverage, we might run it 40, 50 times in a game. So I think that's where the, when you have so much talent on offense, where the bills are getting to, um, I think you run into those situations and, and that's a great problem to have where you can just say, okay, we're going to do this. Cause when you're one dimensional, they're going to stop that dimension, and then you can't do nothing. But when you're multidimensional, um, and I almost – when you have a mobile quarterback, that's almost a, literally a whole additional dimension to have to worry about. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So 
Um, the Bills, I think, are going to have a great, great game um, this weekend. And, I mean, what's different about this year than last year? Bills are getting recognized nationally as an elite team. So there's no, there's no doubt, no question. NFL's got them ranked six. Um, they're, they're top 10 in every single um, power rankings poll. So they're not, they're not looked upon to be losing. They're, they're seen as a legitimate threat in the NFL. So, um, again, that's, again, that's Josh Allen to coaching. Well, Josh Allen and that coaching staff is really nice. I mean, I've been saying it for years. Um, Sean McDermott's a great coach. When you, when you're disciplined and you get the respect of your locker room, um, it's huge. When you have players that want to play for you, um, that makes a difference. And that's why, like, I look at the Jets situation. Gates is out. He, like, he's not, he's probably going to be one of the first fired coaches. Um, so, I mean, but that's because players don't want to play for him. You know what I mean? So, um, All right, hey, you know. let me stir this back to something real quick, and then I got to go because I got to get my suit on for Dean's wedding here. Um, long story <laughs> short, dude, uh, Buffalo beat. With Matt Fairburn, who was on the podcast two podcasts ago. Great podcast. It's a timeless podcast, as I say. You can listen to it. He's a great dude. Had a really good time. He was so patient. I had so many errors on my board. I really just had to turn my phone off. I was so nervous, and it was embarrassing. He was patient for like 45 minutes just shooting the shit with me on the phone. Pre-roll. Maybe more. And we podcasted for like an hour and a half. And he just sat there and took everything. And it was great. Long story short, um... I look at this team, and on the Buffalo Beat podcast, they were actually talking about Brian Dable. He looked very forward-thinking, and we're not used to this in Buffalo, and how Josh Allen is like 111 passer rating out of play action and something way less, I think 70-something. I could be way wrong. Um, not play action. So it's as a rating, as a passer, it, it's pretty crazy, you know, that we finally have the coaches playing to these guys' strengths, and I really enjoy that Dable is also getting that, I don't want to say respect, but, you know, he had a very good first outing, Mike. But um, He did. The, the game plan was good. Um, like I said, I mean, Josh is only, really the only miscues in the game, Josh has two fumbles on offense there. And that overthrow the end zone. I mean, oh shit! That, hold on one sec. Hold on one sec. Hey, Icy, you're on the line live with Mike Smith, but I'm literally about to go in two minutes because I gotta get on a suit. So, Mike, me, Icy, Icy, do you have any predictions for this game? Do you want to roll for a couple minutes? We were just talking about Dable and his outing, and I thought it was good. Dable and what? His outing. Uh, last game. Yes. Okay. I mean, how's my uh, audio? Because I'm driving right now. You're good. Just keep it going. All right. Um. So, yeah. how do you see how do you see the week coming in with Josh Allen and um? You know, the two linebackers out is pretty much our topic, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. I feel like we know what Ryan is good at, and um, what would you predict? How do you see this game going? I mean, this game is going to go one of two ways. I am a Dolphins fan I'm uh, real good friends with. He thinks that this is going to be a trap game for the Bills. Coming off that, you know, 300-yard game for Josh Allen where he completed over 70% of his passes, I think that a lot of people are 
thinking that the Bills are going to come out flat, thinking that they can just roll through the Dolphins, which the Dolphins, as bad as they are, they're not that bad. They're still an NFL franchise. Um, and um, Fitzpatrick, you either get Fitzpatrick or Fitztragic. So what are you going to get with Fitzpatrick uh, this, this week? Are you going to get Fitzpatrick? You might. He always you know, historically plays well against the Buffalo Bills. Bills cannot go into this game thinking they're just going to steamroll the Dolphins. And if they do, they're going to get stuck up on, and they can. The Dolphins definitely can make a game of this. Are, but honestly, the Jets made a game of it. Are you flying an airplane? No. Okay. You sound like you're flying an airplane. I told you. I got this. I got this cat back exhaust, and it, the the exhaust is a little a little on the loud side. Oh. Okay. Oh, empathy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, you're riding dirty, dude. That's sweet. Well, I see. Um, you want to announce your show, and you know we got Mike here. Meet Mike, where uh, I told him about your show about going to bat for the Bills. He'd like to put his hat in the ring as a prospect. I don't know if he's good enough for you, because I don't know if he's good enough for me. He's lucky I called him. But um, you know, you have this show called Haters Ball. Do you want to talk about it for a second? Yeah, I got the show that I'm, I'm coming up with. It's my brainchild. It's called the Haters Club Ball, or the Haters Ball Podcast. And basically, we're going to sit and hate on people. Uh, we're going to hate on teams. Uh-oh, you broke up. A bunch of, oh, I'm sorry. The, the premise of this uh, Haters Ball Podcast is I'm going to get a bunch of guys that are different fans of different teams on, and we're going to talk crap about each other's teams we're just gonna hate hate on each other's teams and you know obviously there's gonna be some people that are gonna hate on other teams harder than others but the premise is everyone has their own opinion and we're just gonna bash each other's opinion it's gonna be uh, kind of a lighthearted show when you know a bunch of friends getting together and talking crap all right are you gonna keep score of the shit talk which i hope that's like half um, the you have to right you got a scoreboard so hey you made yeah, this I mean, prediction right Gotta, first off, there's got to be the, the hater of the year. So as you're going through, you're taking on stuff. It's kind of going to be, I don't want to say a little like, um, not going to be anything like PTI where you're just going through and you're talking about predictions. But it's, it's going to be like when someone has a valid point, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take note of that valid point. And whoever hits on that valid point at the end of the year, I'm going to have a, a nice little running tally on who did it. And we're going to make the haters uh, ball player of the player hater of the year and that's good, probably gonna be me you could you could you could also have uh, you could also have the greatest hater moment of the year where like <laughs> the hater call of the year that one moment that just like glorifies the whole season you know they call oh. something that's a complete anomaly out of hate like that's something you can recap for sure oh definitely that sounds like, like if you if you Hated on someone like that fragile piece of junk quarterback of yours is probably going to be done after this week. If somebody goes down and they're done after this week, like calls like that are memorable. You know what I mean? I mean, oh, that's kind of, that's a little beyond just, Hey, that's kind of mean too, but Hey, it was part of the game. Yo, I see not to be yeah, weird, man. but um, when, when do you move closer to me and Mike? Cause Mike is a Brockport guy and I'm a Gates guy and you're going to be kind of North of that ish. Um, and, uh, and we were going to do this show. I was telling you about the Madden thing that we wanted to do, too. So, um, you know, that's going to be pretty cool because I got my friend Mike to also agree to moderate 
um, the Madden game if you can't make it. So we could have a couple rolling ones. But Mike is essentially going to use the Bills every week. And I'm going to play as the other team or we're going to flip the coin because he thinks he's just going to win automatically. And the thing is, is, I am going to win every single time. I mean, look, I see when it comes to Madden, I put in my time. I put, I, well, beyond just putting my time in the actual game, I actually like understand football. I played football long enough. Like I break down coverages. I mix up my defenses. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I'm not like somebody you just jump on the stick, sit back, Pull the controller, drink a beer. You better get a little focused if you're going to sit down and play with me. And even if Dave does, he 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 ain't no mag. Like Dave, at the best he'll ever be, is someone who can like lose by a small margin. Like that's like Dave's peak when it comes to playing me in, in Madden. You know what I mean? But I mean, oh, yeah. it's just who Dave is. You know, that's I mean, there's the the hand he was dealt. You know. Hey, are you familiar, Icy, with uh, infiltrating the system? Because here's what I did. He needed his uh, his place of living painted, and I borrowed it off painting, which I'd probably charge a good couple hundred bucks to 400 bucks now for, and uh, for Madden lessons. And um, because it was pathetic, I had to own that I sucked, and he ran the ball on me over and over, told me which way he was running, and did it. No, not play. one pass. And I showed him, I showed him the player and I said, look, I'm running right at you, punk. And you know, I couldn't do nothing about it. I couldn't do shit. So you know what I did? <laughs> guess what happened? You got Madden lessons. Did you just say that? Yeah. So guess what I did? I got to know how okay. he works. Oh, you got to hit drag routes. Okay. So what do I do? I just do that shit to him. And then his brother tipped me off with, yo, just play fucking a quarter defense and just press. Just man press and just leave the three safeties over the top. Like three bubbles over the top, man press. I'm like, all right, sick, dude. And you know what? What have you done for me lately? His winning percentage has taken a huge fucking dive, okay? And Dave, you haven't beat me in like four years, okay? I don't know what this, this, whatever. Like, Dave does this thing, like, he's like one of the players on the Little Giants talking about that one time, you know? Like, he's like, this one time, I beat my brother down Dead Man Till. Yeah, I did it. Like, that's him. Dave's talking about, like, this one time. And then he's like, well, I beat you. So the way I can keep the plus on my side, just I don't play you for years. I could just, like, take a couple Maddens off because I beat you in, like, Madden 90 or 2015 or something like that. He's like, oh, I can take 16, 17, 18 off. He's like, well, you haven't beat me in three years. I'm like, well, you, you turned down quite a bit of matchups there, Dave. Here's what happened. <laughs> Last year I gave him a shot. And he goes, oh, yeah, you just well, suck. Man. I go, no, let me finish. You'll get your dumbass rebuttal. I know you're bullshit. So he goes, he goes, dude. I go, nah, man, the fucking Bills suck. It's Josh Allen. He fucking, the, the, the game, like, I judge how good the Bills are by how, by how the Madden ratings are sometimes. And sometimes just, I, I'm a guy that has to use that laundry. I'm not playing with any other fucking team. Okay. I stay with the Bills straight up. And you know what happens, I see. This dude ends up beating me. I go, let me use somebody else. I use the Saints. I end up 21 nothing, which we all agree is a mercy rule. Whoa, uh, whoa, and then, whoa, and then stop He comes back, so I stopped. Giving, I, I didn't give a fuck. And I came back with a real quarterback as, as far as Madden was concerned. And I, I came see, back, and I, I, and I just shredded his D. And he's like, oh, you know what? You're right. You are way better with the, with the, with the team as a quarterback. Know. You're 21. You have to. Mike never get, uses you, the bills. Mike never get, uses you, the bills. You, Facts. You get to use your, you get your comeback drive, okay? So Dave goes up 21. 
And then I have my comeback drive. Of course, I score. And then I get the ball I have. I score again. He goes from up 21. He loses. Game over. And I did it with the Bills to show him you can win with the Bills. And part of the reason why he had the 21-point lead is because Josh Allen airmailed a couple of passes right to Dave. It's not like Dave was just spot on with his defense. He had a little, you know, Josh Allen help. But, you know, it's a Madden. So over time, it's going to equal out. And Dave throws a lot of interceptions anyway. It doesn't matter who the hell he's throwing it with. So, you know, he 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 couldn't win with the Saints and a 20-point lead going into, like, halftime. You so, see how he doesn't even know it's 21? He can't even be fucking trusted. Anyways, guys, I got to go. Um, we know that Mike's a liar. And, Icy, this guy's just full of shit, dude. So, um... Uh, remember, this is brought to you by. I, e- might, I might actually have photos. I, if I go back in my log, I want to say I took photos of the final score. I'd have to look back, but I think I actually have a photo of the final score. I might have clicked it right before Dave was a crybaby and now, just shut the whole thing now, down. Now, Icy, did, did he? Did he? Icy, does he pass your audition for full of shit enough to so many levels that he's just gonna keep going? I mean. The bullshit this guy digs up is amazing. It shows the great life he leads having these screenshots. Yeah, Dave, the, the, the bullshit Dave's talking about, those are called facts. So, especially when it comes to his Madden play. But, you know. I got a facts hat because that's all I spew is facts, okay? And I'm not even kidding. But, hey, I really got to go. I still can't get past the fact that you took Madden lessons. Uh, I mean, he took him by one of the greats, so I mean, I can't really fault him that much. Oh uh, yeah, you, you can. You my said, winning percentage, my winning percentage went up greatly against the Chiefs. It did. I, I, I did make him my Madden player. I mean, at this point, like, he would be a good contest for my nine-year-old son. You know, I taught him how to play too, so you know. All right, I gotta go. We can cover this another time. But I see. <laughs> where can we find you on the fucking universe? Uh, well, I'm on Instagram under ICVic, Twitter, ICVic underscore RSN, Facebook, ICVic, 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 just Google me. Well, dude, what have you made any content recently with RSN, Rockstar Sports Network at all, or have you, I, I, I'm, I mean, I'm we, unaware? We haven't, a, we haven't had a show for Rockstar Sports Network for a few weeks. Now, um, with this whole COVID thing, we've decided to take a little bit of a hiatus, see how the season goes, um, but we'll be back. You can always. Well, as always, as always, as always, open door to any of those dudes. You know, if Ryan Lee, so anybody wants to come on and, and talk some shit, dude, like we just keep it open and I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? So, because yeah. uh, there's a lot of people that you know, all because they don't have a platform to get it out right now, it doesn't mean they shouldn't be at least getting a few minutes in. You know, that's why I was so excited that you called, and um, I'm 15 minutes late from leaving here, but I just really was stoked you called in. Um, but thanks, Icy Man. Um, so, Mike, love you, dude. I'll see you. We can find you at Fantasy Smitty. And then what was your Instagram? MC something? MC Smith 2406. Word. Okay. And I see you'll know soon, too. I'm going to eventually share the, the Numb Bills fan um, Instagram to you and to Mike. That way we could have, like, a team approach and to Kevin. And we can just, again, upload <laughs> our own thoughts. You know, you could tag your own personal name after your thought or photo. You know, photo by whatever thought here follow me you know what i mean that way it helps add some traction um but all right guys i'll fucking have a good time i guess at dean's wedding aka to the bills fans here drunk dean hashtag drunk dean even though i don't think he likes it anymore but you didn't hear that from me okay i'll see you see you guys hola deuces